0: spin down. I hope this little podcast entry finds you well. I don't know if you can hear it. Let's listen for a second. Did you hear that? You should you should be able to hear a little bit of the hissing of my radiators. Uh, my radiators are still on, still plugging away, even though it is about a week away from May. Which is fine. It's, it's better than being cold. I, I wish they had been this uh, efficient and effective in the thick of winter, but you can't have everything. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the past couple of episodes of the Spin Down. They were a little bit of a departure from the initial format, but I've always kind of wanted this to be a, a very open concept kind of podcast that can kind of encompass a lot of different things um and I obviously had a lot of a lot of stuff to get off my chest um since it's still still National Poetry Month I wanted to share uh a little bit of some just kind of weird poetry stuff I did at the beginning of March on March 3rd I went on a spree of just doing weird things with famous poems it started with uh my reach constantly exceeds my grasp, and now I have a bum shoulder. Thanks, heaven. I've always loved the poem, uh, a-, a man's reach should exceed his grasp, or what's a heaven for? Um, it was one of the first poems that I really kind of got and understood, like, what they were saying. Like, yeah, you, you should strive. You should strive for things, or else what, what is the point of having-, of having anything, of living life? And I just kind of got into a snit, and I thought... Because I've been trying for things that are are obvious beyond, obviously beyond my reach, um, and exceed my grasp, and I was just a little annoyed about it. Um, which led to, yeah, sure, eat all my damn plums, why not my, eat my Cherry Garcia too? see if I give a rat's ass? Which is a play on the famous William Carlos Williams uh, apology poem forgive me i've eaten the plums in the icebox they were so sweet and so cold uh which is just such a such a good poem and it's obviously struck a chord there are even uh volumes of children's poetry based on the apology conceit i've I, i've been thinking about apologies a lot the past couple of months like you always offer apologies or beg forgiveness you you can't you can't make anyone accept an apology and an apology is really and and in the past few years we've really become focused on on how to apologize properly you know politicians getting caught in these scandals sexual or otherwise and people saying racist things and people doing just awful awful terrible things and then really it's rare to have a a sincere and heartfelt apology. A lot of times an apology is just I'm sorry I got caught. Can we please stop talking about this now? Um, and I've been apologizing uh, a lot the past couple of months. I've been I've been offering an apology, I've been saying I'm sorry and it's it's not going anywhere. And I I, I don't think they're minor of the variety of I got caught doing something and I wish you'd stop talking about it. I really made some mistakes and made some bad decisions um what is it the bad the bad decision dinosaur um in the web comic uh but and you can't you can't make anyone accept an apology when you're apologizing to one specific person rather than Society at large, you you can just you can just offer an apology, you can you can beg forgiveness, but you can't force anyone to accept it, um or to give their forgiveness. It's a very subservient position to be in. And but Carlos's uh, William Carlos Williams poem is definitely I I knew you were saving that shit. You told me specifically. I am so looking forward to eating those plums for breakfast. They're gonna be so cold and so delicious. And, and the, the eye of that poem was just like, yeah, you know, just, just, just fuck you, I'm eating that shit. And, I mean, if the person described them as, like, cold and delicious, I can't really blame the eye of the poem, because now I really want a plum. When you have a really good, like, perfect plum, there's, there's really not a, a better fruit. It has just kind of the, just the soft, silky mouthfeel, but there's also the piercing of the, the skin, um, it's sweet but not too sweet and the juice and yeah i don't blame that guy at all i mean he's obviously a dick but i i don't fault him and really he all he can do is apologize and maybe next time they should they should buy like a fuck ton more poems uh and then i kind of started quoting the poems and then t- going off on a tangent rather than obliquely referring to them Uh, two roads diverged in a wood and I took the one less traveled by. Now I am dying in this brush with a raccoon biting my face." Uh, these were all on Twitter, so they had to be pretty concise, so it was kind of a fun challenge to quote enough of the poem that it would be recognizable, hopefully, and then also have enough time to, to add my kind of, I don't know what was going on, this March 3rd was a weird day in my life. I'm gonna drink some tea because it's it's cold enough to have tea Do you remember the George Carlin bit sharing a swallow Have I done that on the podcast already I can't remember it's a very intimate thing to, to share a swallow George talks about how first you intake the liquid and then your throat pauses for a second and says "Uh, oh, let's wait let's check this out and it's cool let it on through and then there's the the dissension can love George Carlin anyway so we keep going I might not be doing these completely in order uh, but I saw the best minds of my generation crawling hysterical naked they need to be more careful about where they get their acid I've never been a huge beat fan I, I kind of like some Ginsburg I, I like some Ferlinghetti mostly because his last name sounds like spaghetti but there's something about you know seeing the best minds of your generation crawling hysterical naked looking for sex or soup like it's just kind of a nice earthy evocative image i don't know if the rest of Ginsburg holds up for me but you know just for those lines uh, alone he's he's kind of good in my book some say the world will end in fire some say in ice in chicago the world will end with both fire And ice at the same time. Dibs fire. Yeah, back on March 3rd, we were still on the thick of just severe winter weather. Dibs fire is all one word. This is a weird evening. My cats are also pacing around, hissing like assholes. Uh, I went and I saw a play tonight uh, between you, me, and the lampshade, which... Is a title they should change. The playwright should change the title. Um, it's kind of a work in progress. It's uh, it's got some got some glitches to work out, but overall it was very enjoyable. It's about um, a mother and her son, a single mother and her son in Texas, and uh, a uh, a Mexican girl illegally crossing the border gets injured and breaks into uh, the trailer to um, kind of find refuge and just the repercussions of that. It's a very provocative play. It's got some things to work out, but it's, it's really worth seeing. If you're in Chicago, it's playing for a little bit longer. Um, between you, me, and the lampshade, Teatro Vista at the Victory Gardens Theater. Um, it's an ambitious project, and I, I look forward to maybe seeing it again when um, all, the, all the kinks have been worked out, but it was, it was enjoyable. The actors were phenomenal, um, just a really great cast. The stage manager was amazing. Dibs fire. Do not stand at my grave and weep. I am not there. I do not sleep. I'm undead, clawing at your back door. Scritch, scritch, brains. Can't remember who wrote that poem. I had to look some of these up. Some of them I knew off my off the top of my head, but um, I'm a terrible English major. I wandered lonely as a cloud that floats on high o'er vales and hills. I shouldn't have sucked so much helium, and it's expensive apparently there's a helium shortage and it's it's really expensive now a couple years ago at my library they tried to get helium for uh balloons for an event and it was going to be prohibitively expensive um someone should write the next YA dystopia with that theme uh helium's at a premium oh captain my captain wait a minute i'll finish that after i throw up over the side for a while god why is the ocean so royally speaks for itself no man is an island most islands at least have coconuts or pretty birds or other things of value um that was my kind of my ode to misandry misandry Mis- misandrist tiger tiger burning bright in the forest of the night who set a tiger on fire what a badass i'd totally swipe 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 right for him i've always loved that poem by robert blake just tiger tiger burning bright i would i would like to set my cat on fire my cat is the worst cat he's for sale he's he's adorable He's very handsome but he just does not shut up i think that i shall never see a poem lovely as a tree i'm so high right now come back your kid and sell me some cookies death be not proud though some have called thee death is poor self-image and his father never hugged him enough and what rough beast, its our come round at last, slouches toward Bethlehem to be born? Republican presidential nominees. Oh my God, I'm I'm so not looking. I just I just went through a a mayoral election clusterfuck, and good job, Chicago. Good good job. I I'm just so disappointed in all of you. Um. Just really, uh, and I. Oh my god, I don't have the energy to go through a presidential election. I just, I just don't. I I don't want to hear about Hillary's pantsuits for the next year and a half. She should get one fucking pantsuit and just wear that the entire, like, year and a half. Just one, the same fucking pantsuit. Just get a jumpsuit. Jesus Christ. Um... I'm probably late to the party, but I just discovered the podcast Call Your Girlfriend, and it's it's really amazing. It's uh, I, I found it via um, the Two Bossy Dames newsletter, um, and it's just an amazing podcast. It reminds me of, of Bellwether Friends with kind of more of an open concept rather than pop culture focused. It's, and they were talking about Hillary and her email server scandal, and I just don't – I mean, everyone hates their work email, I think, but you just use it because that's what you use. Hillary is, is above that um, But yeah, Rahm Emanuel is still the mayor of Chicago And uh, the CEO of schools is being investigated And on paid leave I I I hate paid leave I think it's bullshit I think, if anything, when you're on leave For possibly committing massive amounts of fraud You should pay a tithe every day you're off work But that's just me Oh, this is one of my favorite ones. People people are really polarized. Um, and this got posted on March 4th, so apparently I did this over a couple of days. Uh, people are really polarized by that other poem by William Carlos Williams about the red wheelbarrow. So, so much depends upon a red wheelbarrow. Will it hold all these chicken carcasses, or will I have to make two trips? past couple of years, chickens have been a major kind of driving force in my... Work life. Surprisingly enough, I uh, uh, I was book talking how they how they croaked, um, which is a book of short vignettes about vignettes about um, how famous people died, and one of them was Marie Antoinette. And so we talked a little bit about beheading, and I told these middle schoolers this story about when I was a kid and we had chickens one year. Um, I helped with the butchering of the chickens, and one of the chickens. Um, when its head was chopped off, uh, left its voice box intact. So when I picked it up to dunk it in the scalding hot water to pull out the feathers, I squeezed it a little and it still squawked. So I started squeezing this this headless chicken like a primitive concertina, and I like clucked out, you know, jingle bells and twinkle twinkle little star and ba ba black sheep and it was just. And uh, one class I had, they every every kid had a had a chicken story it was amazing it was, a, it was a great bonding moment um if you work with kids or teens they they like it when you're weird they like it when you're weird and a little bit vulnerable they they just they kind of respond to it most most teens do some teens just think you're weird but you know what's the harm in that Heard melodies are sweet, but those unheard are sweeter. Dear upstairs neighbor, please stop playing Space Cowboy. I know you like weed, geez. Uh, My first year of college, I was in um, someone's dorm room, and someone in an adjacent room kept playing Space Cowboy over and over and over and over and over. And uh, that's when I learned about what pot does to you. In Xanadu did Kubla Khan a stately pleasure dome decree Because round buildings are the best for roller skating in Wow, Gene Kelly, what? Uh, just, uh, Xanadu Xanadu Um Both the poem and the movie What what was going on there I love, uh, was it Coleridge who wrote Xanadu Uh, just He had a dream And the mysterious stranger from Porlock Has someone written a book about that yet? The Life of the Stranger from Porlock. I would read that. I would read the hell out of that. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. HBO Go password. Netflix password. Basically all the passwords. Whose woods these are, I think I know. His house is in the village, though. He'll never notice all these beer cans and garbage fires. I don't even remember what poem that was. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? You make me sweat, uh, you make me sweat, uh, you make me sweat. I was trying to make it sound like a, like a, I don't know, hip-hop song or something. I'm, I'm an old white lady, for, please forgive me. Oh, my love is like a red, red rose that's newly sprung in June. <laughs> you said sprung. Uh, do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Put ecstasy into Grandpa's tea and give him a glow stick. And those are my poetry tweets. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what that was about. Just a couple of days of of magical poetry weirdness. All right, hold on a second. I have to I have to murder my cat. There was a Tom and Jerry cartoon that I saw when I was a kid. Um, that uh, I don't know for some reason it started off in Cat Heaven, and uh, one of the cats entering heaven was actually a bag of soggy kittens like that these kittens just came out like poured out of the bag and entered cat heaven and it was just like so disturbing cartoons man they just they've gotten weird i mean i've seen i've seen like an episode and a half of adventure time and they're not weird the way old cartoons were weird like old cartoons were weird because they were strangely violent and pretty blatantly racist like Cartoons now are very sophisticated and and kind of avant-garde in their weirdness. Um but I don't I don't watch too many cartoons these days. It's it's just not something I I make time for. Uh but I do make time for um writing sad songs on the ukulele because I've recently learned how to play the ukulele. And uh here's my uh my newest song for you right now.
1: Settle down, the door is open, settle in, no one's gonna pin you down, come on by. That you come around I've been sick I've been laid so low I forgot All that I used to know I've been asleep Letting old wounds heal I've been writing a book About how lost hearts feel so low I forgot all that I used to know I've been asleep letting old wounds heal I've been writing a book about how lost hearts feel
0: if you're interested in the songwriting process, uh, but I was trying to go... I I came up with the first few lines of that song, Driving Home in Rush Hour Traffic on the Kennedy in my car, so I had to... When traffic was at a stop, I flipped on my voice memo on my phone and just kind of sang um, the first few lines, and it just kind of... It felt like like a very open almost like a like a a shaker hymn is what comes to mind like like simple gifts or something I don't know why I would ever like kind of think that but that's kind of the feel I was going for and um I kind of set that aside for a few days and then I pulled up the the recording and and tweaked the lyrics and um the that the last the last verse um the line about uh come on down, have you met me, I'm a broken girl still in love with you, ah, I, I was saying that in my car and I, I couldn't even finish it without just, just beginning to weep, and, uh, when I was practicing, uh, playing through it before I recorded it, it was the same thing, like, every, every take before I actually sat down in front of the computer to record it, just, just, just tears, um, and it's I haven't I haven't been writing very many songs lately. I've been I've been writing some some garbage here and there, but um, that was the first song in a long time that this kind of come out fully formed and not taken a lot of a lot of beating into shape, and uh, is pretty pretty intense. But I think it's a it's a pretty good song. I like the the kind of openness and and simplicity. It's a very simple um, kind of sentiments or simple songs and simple words. Um, so as we, as we kind of hurdle into April, the end of April, into the, the lusty month of May, um, I'm just, I'm talking to Fluffy Mackerel these days about, um, forgiveness, um, accepting how things are, looking ahead rather than dwelling in the past um and i'm asking fluffy mackerel to look over those who have lost things recently um whether you've lost your favorite hat or part of a finger or someone you care about um fluffy mackerel is there for you so fluffy so full of mackerel well thank you for listening that's uh that's the end of this uh episode of the spin down uh stay tuned uh for our next episode whenever that may come out i don't know how these people can do like weekly podcasts or regular podcasts uh all the advice says have a have a schedule but i'm not quite there yet so thank you for for continuing to to listen to the sporadic decidedly unscheduled transmissions um from me julie jurgens uh, authoress, voice, and sole proprietor of The Spin Down. Thanks and be kind to each other.